Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, etc., etc. How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Who doesn't love free? And ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. That's right. Free platform, free sponsorship. What more could you ask for? So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, etc., go to anchor.fm slash start, anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Please get started. It's all love. This is a great space for the creative Anchor podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. Hello. Hello, hello. This evening. We're doing great. <laughs> hello. Glad, to, glad to have you on. How are you, young man? How are you? Good. All right, now, Ignorant Intelligent Podcast, we clear on the mic check. Uh, I'm your host, Thomas Beard. I'm a couple special guests out of Atlanta, Georgia, uh, with the company name Oh My Slime Company. Could you guys please introduce yourself? My name is Micah. I am eight years old and and I'm in second grade. <laughs> and this is Teach. Second yeah, grade. This is mom. And I'm Martin Fears, Micah's dad. Yes, the parents. You know, before we start, I, I really want to congratulate you guys not only on, you know, providing the service uh, to the young kids out there, but also just putting the effort and your pride aside and putting your time and your dreams to the side in order to support uh, your son. I just think that's a not only a great concept to build around black families, but also uh, just taking a chance on your children is, uh, is also a great example. So I just want to thank you guys for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And uh, just to start, uh, I want to know how important is academic support uh, in school when encouraging your kids to get into business or to getting to uh, the entrepreneurial uh, lane out here in America these days? Well, actually, I am a school teacher. So in the Fears household, we take academics very serious. And it's very important to help teach Micah how to be disciplined, good study habits, because those are things that he will need as he gets older, if he wants to start a business or Whatever it is that he wants to do, those principles are vital to be successful. So I think learning, like I said, good study habits and working hard at accomplishing a goal are very important right. for him to learn at a young age. Yes, sir. And, and ma'am, could you go ahead and elaborate further if, if you would like? Yeah, so even with um, Micah's 
you know, day-to-day activities, you know, it's mm-hmm. very important that homework, you know, reading logs, anything that's required of him, if he has any tests coming up for the week, those are things that we consider to be priorities. And so even though his company has been very successful, um, we right. hold academic success um, very high in our home, as my husband shared. And Micah can tell you a little bit about um, just what his day consists of as far as like how he has to do his homework and activities first and right. then he'll get to get to his assignment activity. So Mikey, you want to tell everybody what kind of your, your homework schedule looks like and how much time you spend like reading and all of that? So usually first we do my math homework. So like there's five on each row. Okay. And then, and then we have a reading log that I have to read for 20 minutes, and then we have to write down what the problem was in the book. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like comprehension skills, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, pretty, that's pretty great, man. A tight, a tight schedule, a tight regimen. I think a lot of parents, honestly, I'm not a parent myself, but just, you know, raising up being a kid myself with both parents in my home, and uh, I can just elaborate for friends further, that a lot of a lot of parents really don't know how to balance, you know, having a work life, a personal life, and setting a schedule for their children in terms of uh, steps to succeed. As you elaborated earlier, you spoke of discipline. Yes. You know, a lot of kids' attention spans these days aren't really in the discipline lane. So can so can you just you know talk about uh, one or two ways of discipline that that you uh that you do with your son in in terms of you know keeping them away from the tablets or the computers and access to technology you know I just know that can be a bit of a distraction nowadays well yes once again we prioritize once first and foremost I'm very engaged with his teacher so I'm talking to her constantly you know day to day she might let me know he needs to work on this he needs to work on that we have this particular test coming up so whenever I get messages and things like that I make sure that when he gets home that we set aside time every single day to work on those things. And he is a child and he does like the tablet and, you know, playing the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. But right. he knows that those things are, he, he's learning to have his priorities in order and knowing which things are the most important. Right. And I think, right. I think, and that's- I think Thomas, this is something that has proven to be successful for us because Micah has, mm-hmm. has, you know, been able to receive straight A's. Um, and we're not only big on just the academic piece, but his uh, behavior as a citizen at his school is very important as well because, you know, Micah is very bright, but we also think that no matter what kind of grades you're getting, you can always be a good citizen and be a good person that's kind, you follow instructions, you have the proper behavior yeah. in the classroom. So um, it's a formula that's worked for us. And on top of everything else that he's doing, he's been able to achieve, you know, academically. So we're very proud of him for that. I'm I'm very proud of him as well. And more so on the behavior aspect, because some people will instill in their children, you know, like almost like an alter ego, like just because they have this, this luxury or uh, they have certain privileges afforded to them, they can behave in any manner. So I'm glad that you guys um, instill in him early a balance of you can not only own your own business, you can be an entrepreneur, you can employ people, you can work with other people, but the ultimate goal is to treat people the way you want to be treated, right? And behave in such a manner where you carry yourself as a business person, 
versus anybody who's just wanting something or just smart and, and doesn't care about the consequences, you know? That's correct. Totally, totally agree. We tell Micah, <laughs> we tell Micah that we care about his character even more more than we do him getting straight A's. So you're right. Yes. And that's that's very important. The reason why I, I kind of went into that pocket is because um, just me coming up as a kid in Detroit, you know, it's a rough city, you know, it's, it's a rough around the edges, but for the most part, uh, I grew up in a, a community-like environment. Uh, you know, I grew up in the, like I said, both parents at home. My family was, was very family-oriented. We always had to get together or always had a function going, any, you know, even to this day. And uh, I just think how you treat people, right, is, is the basis and premise of how successful you will be when, when you interact with other people. You know, I was always taught that manners get you and respect gets you where money doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, especially coming from impoverished neighborhoods. You you have to carry these values and these morals with you because not not at all times we're accessible to uh, the success that we want to attain. So we have to have that behavior. We have to have that moral compass and that citizenship. And I just thank you guys so much for instilling that in him uh, very early and being in touch and engaged with his teachers uh, when it comes to his curriculum, because I was the same way, you know, everybody in my neighborhood knew the, knew the teachers, right. the teachers knew the family. So that relationship is very vital and important. Absolutely. And I would just like to um to piggyback on what you just said because my wife and I, we have a saying that in business, it's people yes, over it's people over money, and if you treat people right, money will come. So mm-hmm. we totally agree with that. Yes, and uh, and furthermore, uh, what what made you want to create your own slime product, and uh, what were your greatest successes as well as failures uh, when creating the slime product? So I knew a lot of kids like to be on screen time. They like to be on screen. See, they like to look at screens. So okay. I created my slime so they could still have fun. But they're not watching anything. Oh wow! So you know, you you like to engage kids with your product, and it, it just creates a different dynamic uh, in the tech age, right? Yes. Wow, that's very innovative, man. And, and for the parents, uh, from you guys, as you know, working with the capital and working uh, very intricate with the business, can you uh, attest to the successes and the failures? it took to not only launch the product, but make it uh, successful as well. Yeah, so, um, and Micah will join me kind of offering some feedback on this. So when we launched okay. it, we launched it on, remember what day it was? Black Friday. We launched it on Black Friday. So we knew <laughs> okay. that was the, the biggest shopping day. That's when everybody is gearing up, you know, for Christmas and to purchase gifts. And so he had the concept to create the sign company uh, when we went on vacation last summer in, in June. We were at the beach and he kept asking us to make slime. And so while we were, you know, kind of appeasing him a little bit, like, okay, Mike, <laughs> right. we'll make the slime. We started to do this research and we realized that there weren't people who looked like Micah making slime. You know, we live in a day and age where YouTube personalities and kids and all of that, they have their own platforms. And rarely right. do you see children of color that have parents that are supporting them and that are achieving great success. There's a gentleman, what's the little boy's name? Who won, who got like a million dollars last year? 
the kid, the toy review, Ryan. Ryan. There's a guy yes, on YouTube, yes, Ryan. Yeah, he's very successful. Yeah. Very extremely successful. And he's he's a little Asian child. So that that's a whole business within itself. But when we approached it, we really just wanted to, as a family, create something that Micah liked. So we made the slime and then we started to do the research and realized that there weren't, weren't kids that looked like him that were making slime and had, you know, pages and all that good stuff. So we launched right. it on Black Friday. And it was just immediately successful. Um, we actually sold out several times with his slime. And we almost had to kind of set a deadline in order to fill all of these holiday orders um, where we weren't overwhelmed and we could still maintain the quality of his product. So as we were sending the slime out, children were taking pictures with it. And we had some platforms like We Buy Black and The Black Man Can who saw that Micah had launched his slime company and they were really, the community was just very supportive of that. So that's a, a note to the success, which was one, black kids play with slime. They just didn't have right. slime that was be, being made by someone who looked like them. Um, and so we have, you know, there are different slime conferences and different pages and all uh -huh. types of things. And we're still blazing a trail because again, Micah, it's kind of been a, a lane of his own right now, but we're very grateful for the success that he's been able to, you know, achieve by stepping out there. And my husband and I saying, okay, well, let's, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. Right. And as far as some of like the, you know, the failures or the struggles, um, like I said, mm -hmm. I'm a school teacher. So we teach the engineering design process. And um, so it's like asking, researching, you imagine, you plan, you create, you test, and then you improve. So we had to go through that process where we tried to come up with the different flavors, you know, things that always work, work right the first time. And there's a lot right. of science and math that has been involved in this process of creating the slime. And um, that was another reason why we, we okay trying to get this slime business started was because of the STEM component and exposing Micah to measuring and chemistry and mixing ingredients together. And overall, it's just been, it's been a great success and we've learned a lot. And from, you know, the slimes that didn't work, we learned mm -hmm. how to make it perfectly. So that engineering design process has proven to be helpful for us. Wow, man, you know, this, this is a, this is not only a great story. I really couldn't wait to interview you guys. Number one, because you're not afraid to teach your kids that failure to a degree is acceptable only when you learn from you it. You keep trying to get better. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and a lot of a lot of uh, parents in our community they look at failure as the the end all be all. You know, if you fail at this thing, then you won't be great at another. And what you're teaching your child is, man, you know, we can create things, we can build things. But in the process, we, we may take losses as well. And that's yes. okay. Yes. Why? Because we're going forward. We, we're moving forward. You, you know, you're a child. You got you got a thousand creative ideas. You know, if you don't want to do the slime, we can do this. But right. you stuck with it because it's something that he liked. You know, and a lot of uh, parents, I can, I can attest just as a person who does assignments for people, and things of that nature you know a lot of times when we do things we want to do it to the best of our ability and we want to do it to the best uh the best way possible so other people can enjoy what we do mm -hmm. 
you know, you don't want to jump into things and, and be discouraged at it. And I, I thank you guys for encouraging him, even through the failures. Thank you. Right? That you can be successful. You can do whatever you put your mind to, long as you work at it and not give up on it. And not give up on the people who buy your products, the people in your community, and things of that nature, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and uh, another question I want to ask you guys, uh, how important is it uh, not only to encourage black children, but encourage them to build and support their own uh, with their own products? Uh, we believe it's extremely important. Um, like I said, we're, we're underrepresented and we are one of the largest consumer groups in this country and we know that and that's beyond just slime or toys or technology you know black people spend money um and the awesome thing about you know what we're trying to do with micah is we're kind of flipping some of the things that our parents and grandparents had as an impression of the limits that there were as far as what you could achieve um we believe that there is always more than one way to win and i think mm. that when you tap into something that your child is interested in um, and they know that they have support. You know, slime, this may be something, though it's very successful, Micah may get to middle school and say, hey, mom, I'm tired of that. I want to go play golf. And his dad and I will be right there to give him the tools and the support right, and all support. the stuff that he needs. Absolutely, while he's going through through that season. But I think that with the social media age, I just think business in general has just changed so much. It's changing so quickly. And I think that it's so awesome when kids can see children who look like them trying new things, achieving things, and creating opportunities from them for themselves. And then just showing like, here, here's a way that you can be successful. I think my husband's going to chime in. On and that. also just to try to empower other African-American children you know, mm -hmm. I always hear they want to be a basketball player. They want to be a rapper. Well, maybe if you have this one child that stands out and becomes like an engineer and starts his own business, exactly. maybe that can inspire them, you know, to look in another direction. And, you know, it doesn't just have to be entertainment only, even though there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not all that there is out there. Like you can create your own business and be the boss instead of working for one. Yes, entrepreneurship early, you know, and not only that, what you just said too uh, was so key is that life changes, things change, people change. And ultimately, his vision for entrepreneurship may change as, as he gets older or his passion right. for things may, may, may change. And, yes. and what, you, what, you, what you preached that was so important is you accept the change that comes with your children because you accept the change within you. You all, you guys been through that phase already where well, exactly. I'm doing this, or I want to go to the next thing, or I want to try this or try that. And you're giving your, your child breathing room to develop, uh, you know, other ideas, to, to develop uh, other business, you know, different business acumen and things of that nature. And I think that's so important because sometimes, not only as parents, you know, or just individuals, we can get stuck but we can stagnate our own children or stagnate, you know, our nieces or nephews or whoever, just because we have this one thing sought out for them. You know? Right. Right. And, and I, I just, I just personally feel like uh, parents need to get out of their own way. You know, when it comes to, you know, business or really, or, or really trying to build their children up and, and let the kid, you know, like you guys did, you let your kid, have a creative concept you let, you let the kid bring the idea to you you didn't force that upon them and can you talk about 
how uh, freedom of choice plays into a big part in the success of not only your slime company, but the relationship dynamic you have with, with, your, with your son. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So everything about Oh My Slime, from the name to the logo to the videos, yes, if you've been on his Instagram page, Micah is like executive producing. Like he's been the CEO from top to bottom. So he picks all of that. And I think whenever you allow a child to have a say-so, they take greater ownership of what they're working on and what they're doing. He really feels like it's his. So we really empower him to you know, work on his script for his videos. Or what do you want to say? If you want to say the slime king, that's something that he came up with. And so again, that's just pointing like this is Micah's company. This is this is his thing and this is what what he's doing. Relationship wise, it just takes us back to kind of that problem solving element. Um, the frustration of, oh, this formula didn't work. What's different? Okay, it's colder here. It's warmer here. The climate is different. They have hot lights. So problem solving right. is something that I think is, is really important. A lot of times parents are afraid to let their kids fall. You know, they're, they're, they're afraid to let them fail. Mm. And so we let him scrape his knees up a little bit, but he knows he can look over his shoulder and knows mom and dad are right there to help him up. We're going to dust him off, you know, and we're going to get back in the ring. So I think we have like a really cool dynamic. And I think it's partially because we really are empowering him to kind of exercise his creativity and make sure that the things that are being presented about Oh My Slime definitely yes. has, have his signature on them. Right. And you, like you said, you're letting him have a hands-on experience, right? You're not as controlling. And, and you can attest to that just, uh, sir, you know, I know you work in schools and you're a teacher. Yes. You might have some people who are naturally just trying to control people instead of trying to empower and encourage them to True. be better. True. You know, you want them to do it this way, do it that way. Instead, you say, hey, you know, what is the best way you learn? What is the best concept uh, that appeals to you to be successful? And I feel, you know, I can just attest to this because as a black kid coming up and, you know, suburban schools, you, you kind of have that dynamic, you know, where they don't really necessarily want to I try to help you, you know, be the best that you can be. It's just about controlling you to be a certain way, yeah. you know, especially when I come from a family like how you guys are where freedom of choice and speak how you feel and, you know, be, you know, where your heart in your sleeve kind of kind of deal. That's where I come from, you know, so you, you're building your child to be that because it not only makes you successful as a person and as a, you know, becoming a man, but it also helps you uh, to know how to engage with people. Right. Doing business. You know, you have empathy, you have feelings, you have consideration, all because you have that instilled in you through your parents and, and the freedom that they give you to be that way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I want to ask one more question, main, mainly to your son. Uh, did, did, you, did you really want to just market two children your age or... Did you want to market, you know, to older kids who play with slime as well and, you know, have slime competitions and things of that nature? So I want, so I wanted to make everybody like to play with slime. Okay. Yep. And did you, uh, were there any particular like kids or like kids in your school or what's the age range of people that you see that play that play with slime are there kids your age or do you see older kids i mostly see six and up six and up mm -hmm. so micah six is lower yeah he's lower elementary but slime here in our area is really popular with 
like middle school kids, you know, fifth, sixth, okay. seven. But because Micah has been doing, like he went and did something at the Boys and Girls Clubs in December, we made sure that we targeted the age group to kind of reintroduce slime to, you know, kindergarten, first, second, third, kids that are more so his age. Oh, oh. Whereas you were kind of seeing slime when you see it in Target or see it in Walmart, it's like, you know, ages nine and up that are playing with it. So we're finding cool ways to kind of introduce it to his peers. And then, you know, we know people who grew up in the 90s, Nickelodeon, slime time was like the yeah. <laughs> anyway. So all of that stuff is kind of coming back around. So we're excited to kind of reintroduce this slime culture to one, you know, minority children and then two, a different age group that wouldn't have known anything about it. Yes, because my niece is actually uh, 10 years old now. Okay. And she's been playing with slime, man, for years. You know, I never got it. I never understood. Like, man, what is this new thing kids are playing with? And it comes in, you know, different colors and with glitter and all this this kind of stuff. So can you just talk about uh, what flavors or, you know, what, what other brands of, of slime that you currently have right now on the market? So your slime flavors. So... Our most popular flavors were blue kind candy, okay. tropical blast, gum green my, apple, gum on my shoe, and <laughs> so so mica slimes are not only um, you know of course different colors, but they're also different scents. They're different scents. So when you open up his slime, okay. you know, depending on whatever you order, that's kind of one of our extra hooks is that we've been able to create a formula where it's really fragrant. And in the reviews, that's one of the things people say, how do you get the scent in there? So you kind of, you know, it's stimulating all the senses mm. because you're touching you it. You stand out. Yeah, you're smelling it. It looks great. Um, and then he's actually, Michael, why don't you tell him about the two new slimes that you released? You had two new slimes that you just released. I released... S'mores and grape soda. Mm-hmm. Man, who doesn't love s'mores, man? I don't care if it's slime or the real s'mores. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> so we're trying some different things out, and um, he has a big event coming up April 4th through the 6th at the Create Conference, which is a really big okay. creative conference that happens here in Atlanta. And so they have a new division called Create Kids, and Micah and Oh My Slime, they're actually one of the sponsors for this event. And he's going wow. to be a featured uh, presenter at this conference as well. So we are in slime development overload um, so that we can supply <laughs> and the demand and all of that good stuff. But we're excited. The Boys and Girls Club was very successful for him in December. And then he's also going to be doing a slime tour this summer where he's going to take his 90 minute demonstration to a bunch of different schools and summer camps where he'll come in for 90 minutes and we do different slime activities with the kids. We talk about the STEM aspect of it. And of course, he has his slime that's available to sell. Wow. You know, I, I can't wait for the tour, man. You know, you coming to Detroit would, would be a big deal. I'll definitely support, show love. Definitely bring my nieces because they love to play with it. My nephews, you know, man, what a story. You know, once again, I just want to applaud the parents on the show for not only encouraging their children to be great, to be entrepreneurs, to fend for themselves, but also, you know, while, while you're in the middle of doing that, you put smiles on other people's faces. You know, you offer a great service. You offer a great product as, as well as a, a great business acumen. 
you know. So once again, I just thank you guys for sharing your scheduling, you know, sharing, you know, your regimen as far as discipline uh, and encouraging your kids to be successful. It's very important to have habits. And you guys have a lot of great habits. You got them on the right track. You guys are on the right track. I just, I love great parents and I love great families, especially of our people, you know, knowing that uh, you guys are taking the sacrifice and the risk not only to invest in your son, but you're investing in your family ultimately, you know, and, and you're not, you're not afraid to change and not afraid to go with the flow of, of whatever your son chooses. So I really appreciate you guys for coming on the show today. Yeah. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so for much having for having us. And I think Mike yes. Can you go ahead once again and, uh, you know, uh, shout out your social media, you know, uh, any upcoming events you have once again. So Michael, why don't you say your Instagram real quick? Oh my slime co. Right. So you can find them at uh, at Oh My Slime Co on Instagram and on Facebook. And then okay. uh, April 4th through the 6th, Micah and Oh My Slime will be at the Create Conference um here in Atlanta and the information- sponsoring. Yes, he will be sponsored. <laughs> He's one of the sponsors for the Create Kids portion, which is a very new element to the conference but we're honored that he's been invited to do his demonstration and then he'll also be a vendor there uh at the create conference and then this summer michael will be launching his slime tour where he'll be going to uh, different summer camp programs churches schools and he'll be doing his 90 minute pop-up demo there informing the children on the importance of stem uh some of the different chemical and creative reactions to creating slime and then also just what it means to be a kid entrepreneur uh, I think we want to send you guys some slimes. I think you said your niece is really interested. So just let us know what flavor she likes. And the Slime King will personally create some slime for her to check out. And she can give us a review. Okay, I definitely will. I'll be in touch uh, with my, my cousin, actually. It's her okay, daughter. Okay, cousin. Okay. And uh, what I'll do, you know, once we wrap up the show and everything, is get in touch with you guys and get the details on that. But once again, Micah, you know, I really appreciate everything you do, young man. I wish all success to you, all blessings to you. Don't let anybody discourage you. Don't let anybody get in the way of what you deem as success. You know, whether it's slime, I don't care what what activity or what idea, go after it, go get it. Parents, I I appreciate the, the, the push you're giving them, the support you're giving them. The black community needs that, and we need to uplift our children to be successful, not only in sports and entertainment, but also being CEOs, being bosses owning your own, having ownership and giving it to your family and putting your last name behind something. So I appreciate you guys for coming on the Ignorant Intelligent Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk have to a you good soon. one. All right. Thanks.